0: All through this month, we've been talking about what? Gratitude, thanksgiving. And it's so important because as the year comes to an end, we think about every reason. Reasons not to thank God will keep popping in our minds, right? How many people have fought those battles? But in Jesus' name, we have victory. We will be able to thank him because we will see reason to thank him. Praise God so pastor preaching the first and second service benefits of gratitude and i'll continue from there i know that there might be a group of people it might just be a few people that find it difficult to praise god because you are thinking what has god done for me this year or you are thinking your plans your plans all the plans you laid out did not come to pass is anybody like that it's okay you don't have to lift up your hand God knows between you and God but 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 says and that's our key text 1 Thessalonians 5 18 in everything give thanks this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you can I have it on the screen in front of me thank you in everything what In some things, in almost all things, in what? Everything. Give thanks. And it goes on to say, this is what the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Tell your neighbor, it's God's will that you give thanks. For that very situation, in that very situation, Thank you, Lord. And it can be a difficult thing at times if you are going through great challenges. You are going through deep difficulties. And I know that some people right now might be in a very painful season. Might be in the season, maybe they're grieving over someone, they're grieving over something. They might have lost a job. It could be anything. But his word says what? We should give thanks. I'm speaking to that person right now who is angry. I'm speaking to that person right now who is finding it difficult to praise God. You might have been there as the worship session was going on and the praise team was leading us. You might have just been there numb. Or you're watching through the internet and you were just numb. You couldn't really praise God, but you were just there. Everybody was jumping up and you're thinking, "What are they praise? what is there to praise God about? Hello? Hello? Because the Lord is bringing healing into your heart in Jesus' name. Why should we be grateful? Being grateful has benefits. Praising him, thanking him, having a heart of gratitude has benefits. But what I want to quickly sort out is, even though you know, yes, it's good to praise God, but right now, probably you can't really find a way around it. Isaiah chapter 61, it says to give you what, that the Lord will give you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me for he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Let's go on to verse 2. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn in Zion. Let's just hold it there. Don't take the scriptures off the screen yet. To comfort what? All those who mourn in Zion. So in Zion sometimes we find ourselves in situations where we are mourning over something over someone hello and the people of faith said amen to comfort those in zion those who are children of god of course we must comfort those who are outside as well because some of us will not want to agree that we go through situations we go through challenges That we go through pain in spite of our faith. Praise God. It says, say to the righteous, what? It shall be well. Tell your neighbor right now. It is well with you. If things did not go wrong, why would he say, say to the righteous, it shall be well? Did he say, say to the sinner, it shall be well? Say to what? The righteous. Because sometimes there will be situations when it looks like it is not well. But the Lord is saying what? It shall be well. Amen. Don't be quiet on me now. I know I'm speaking, I'm preaching real, real issues. Amen. We don't need to deny the situation. We don't need to deny what we are going through. But He says, in everything, give thanks. Because some things will not look thankable. If I can use that word, Right? You just lost a loved one. What's there to thank God about that? Hello? But the Bible says to say to you, the, the word of the Lord says to say to you, it shall be well. You don't know how, but it says what? It shall be well. Because the Lord will make it well with your heart. He will make it well what? With you. The important thing is to receive that word. Amen. If you don't receive it, it will be difficult to thank God. We will be focusing on what He has not done. But you know that God is able to turn things around. Amen. And if He does not even turn the situation around, He's able to turn your heart around. Hallelujah. So you lost a loved one. If He's not able, if He does not raise that loved one from the dead, and you still bury that loved one, is the Lord good? But you know that he's able to heal your heart. Hallelujah. I was talking to a dear sister of mine, very close sister, um, just after the second service. And um, I, I mentioned to her that I was going to take the third service. And she was like, ah, oh, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to go in the same direction pastor is going, but I'm going to do more ministering to those people who find it difficult. And she said, "There yeah, two weeks ago I was in that situation. And I know she was in that situation because I wasn't here, I was in the U.S., but we spoke on the phone and she had lost her brother. And the following Sunday, she came to church and she said she was just, she came to church, but it was like she wasn't even sure if she was, she was just, she used the word numb. Anybody been there? She was numb. During the praise and worship. she was just, you know. But she came faithfully. But it was difficult because of our pain. Say to the righteous, it shall be. Yes. Comfort them who mourn in Zion. Yes. Hallelujah. And you are able to comfort people too because you have been through what they have been through. If you have not been through some stuff, you will not be able to comfort another person. Because you will not be able to connect. You won't even understand what they're going through. You say, Pastor Nike, you cannot even understand. I understand. Because I have been broken-hearted before and the Lord has comforted me. Praise God. I have known pain and I have known his comfort and I have known his healing. Hallelujah. So we have to be real that even as the year is coming to, the, to an end and we are jubilating and we are rejoicing. There's some people that are sad and they are in pain but we say to them in Jesus name be comforted. Receive the garment of praise. For the spirit of heaviness. Isaiah 61 verse 3. That was where we were last. To console those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes. Ashes represents, you know, pain. Ashes represents when there's, there's nothing left. But he says to give what? Beauty. The oil of joy for mourning. You might be mourning over, maybe not someone, but over a business, over a lost job, over a failed assignment, over um, poor grades in school. What he says what? To give you what the oil of joy for mourning. Leave it there. Let them see the scriptures rather right than my face. <laughs> they know what I look like already. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. For the spirit of heaviness. If you have a heavy spirit, now I declare in Jesus' name that the garment of praise comes on you. You will not just mouth it, but you will sing from your heart. So when I spoke to that sister of mine, she said, now it's better. I feel better. It's been a few weeks, but I know I I can praise God. But that day, mm mm-mm. I couldn't form anything like, "Ah, ah-ah, sister Jim Jim. It's not your portion. But sometimes there's some things that will hit you and will almost knock the wind off your sails. But when we strengthen ourselves with God's word, we will not be moved. Amen. We will not curse God. We will not backslide. You know why? Because that's what the enemy wants you to do. That's what the enemy wants to do. Job's wife said to him, curse God and die. Let's just, you just let everything. But he did not. Because the, the, the pain and the challenges were too much. But he did not curse God. Because he says, I know my redeemer. I know he's a good God. He said, though he slay me, I will yet praise him. But he didn't, he had limited understanding. The, God was not the one slaying him. He was not the one killing his children. Job was an experiment between God and Satan. He was the experiment. It was a challenge. Hello? Satan threw a challenge at God. <laughs> so Job was like this big scapegoat or whatever. But what happened? God did what? He restored. Praise God. So in a season, it may look like God has carried his eyes away from you. But he is with you. Amen. Jesus went through the fire. He felt betrayed. He felt like the Lord, God left him. And that was when he went to the cross because he had to go through it so that today we can praise him forever. Amen. What are you going through? What you are going through is going to heal somebody tomorrow. Amen. So go through it. Like a brave soldier that you are because you have the word of God in you. And we're we're armed with the word of God and we're armed with encouragement. And when you go through it, you will see that. He says, when you go through the fire, I will be with you. And when we pass through the waters, He will not let it drown us. Hello? But we will pass through and we will come out intact. Praise God. That's why when look at most believers, when we do it according to God's word, we never look like what we've been through. Do I look like I've been through anything? Do you even know what I'm going through right now? You don't know. Some people are thinking, ah, she's okay, everything. You don't even know whether right now I'm going through fire. pepe. You don't know, praise God. But it's all good because I know the end. I know how it will end, praise God. You know, we always say it shall end in praise. Even right now, before the end, we are praising Him because we have to praise Him by faith. Hallelujah. This is the message for the hour. This is, it's about gratitude. It's about gratitude. This is what we have been talking about all month. Both here in Daystar, in Love Assembly, we've been talking about gratitude because we do not want the enemy to cheat us of the opportunity to bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 103 verse 1 to 3 says, Psalm 103 verse 1 to 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits and he goes on to list the benefits all that is within me bless his holy name who you know forgives our iniquities who has crowned us with loving kindness we begin to list the things so what are the benefits of gratitude what are the benefits of gratitude pastor shared some in the earlier in the services i want to add some gratitude or thanksgiving causes us to remember details he says, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not his benefits. Because when we do not intentionally praise God or thank him, when we're not deliberate in being grateful, we forget. Because you know what? That thing you are going through, that is the thing that is bigger than any. The thing continues to enlarge. And as you think about that loss of job, or you think about the loss of that person in your life, and you're sad, you know, do you know that the more you think about it, the bigger it looks. And guess what? The sadder you are. You begin to be sad. You begin to be sad. There are some songs, they're good songs, but they, at the end of the day, they do not lift your spirit. Hello? They do not lift your spirit. So you have to be deliberate even in the choice of songs. Praise God. I was singing the praise people will understand this and this is a song by i think it's rebels or something and that song goes something like um something like the anchor holds though the ship is battered the anchor hold though the sails are torn does anybody know it sorry it's an old school song so that song Things were going on um, some weeks back. And in, in, this, in the state of Georgia, there had been, you know, kind of shootings, killings, and all that. And there was someone that was close to me that, you know, had passed on and all of that. And as I sang that song, you know, that song eh, is comfort. It's like, it's like comforting. I have that song on my, on, my, on my phone. And always get songs on your phones. Get songs. Download Spotify, iTunes. I tell you, you will need them at any time. Praise God. I said, we don't have to come to church. You have the beautiful people that lead us. You can always have that going on in your life, right? So as I was singing that song, it was comforting because, but this song was describing the situation. And then after singing that song, because my song, when I pick a song, it's on auto. I put it on auto for a long time. So I was wondering why I was still so sad after a while. I realized that that song, not lift my spirit very nice song but what is describing the situation i don't know if you understand he was telling me that in spite of the storm the anchor holds and i was saying that lord your word is my anchor do you understand but at the end of the day it didn't lift my spirit it was describing the situation Yeah. We shall be trusting God, we are here. Mm. You know, mm, this world is not my home. uh, Those kind of songs, you know it. And those are good. I am just passing through. My treasures are all gone. I'm well beyond the blues. From heaven open door. And I can't feel at home in this world. How many would know those kind of songs? And they are good songs, they are gospel songs but it would not leave my spirit at that point in time if I've just lost a loved one it would not, it will it will ah, it, it is a pity kind of consoling song that mm, is a song you're singing about heaven do you understand? but as you are singing that song you are feeling sorry for yourself but you are glad that eh you are singing that song eh, by the rivers of Babylon we sat down and we wailed. Ah, how shall we sing the Lord's song? <laughs> Those songs are affirming songs, but they are not. They will not lift your spirits. Praise God. Take it from me. I have songs. I have like 2,000 songs. About all kinds of songs. I have music. If it's out, I download it. Yep. A king is born by Kanye West. Yeah, it's in my phone. Mm-hmm. We do that. We do that. I do. Anything gospel is going to... I'm going to check it out first. Yeah? Praise God. So choose the song that will lift your spirit. Hallelujah. There's a song ringing in my head. I've been singing for weeks and weeks and weeks. They know in my house and in love assembly too. I've been singing that song. If there is time, we will sing it before. (laughs) Before I leave this um, uh, podium. Thank you, Jesus. So it says... Thanksgiving will cause us to remember details. You know why? Because when you want to intentionally thank God, all you are seeing is a problem. But when you say, now I want to be grateful, then you have to think. That's why they say, if you think, you will thank. You have to think. And if you can't remember anything from yesterday, then go back to when you wrote Jump and you passed. <laughs> Backdate it. Why? Because you are intentional in finding something. Last slide, you say, okay, I woke up. And there's something my husband and I always say when we have talked about, you know, Nigeria. You know when you talk about Nigeria's matter, it doesn't end. You just go on and on. And sometimes it can take you down. You're always praising God for Nigeria, but it takes you down a road that... So, we just say at the end of the day, I just say, last, last will be all right. All of us. <laughs> In summary, and it's true, we will be fine. Amen. It may shake, rock, and everything. We will be fine. Why? You have to hold on to the rock of ages. Then number two, the God is not... God is not the... How do I put it? The the president of any nation. They are there temporarily. Hello? That's why I'm not sucked into impeachment or no impeachment. It's not my business. My God cannot be impeached. My destiny is not tied to who is in the White House or Assault Rock. I don't know why we deal, why we, we... I know, yes, there are policies and things that will affect us. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have to look beyond that. That the God of heaven, the governor among the nations, is he sits on the throne and that is the one I'm in covenant with. I'm not in covenant with the president of Nigeria or the president of America. I am not in covenant with them. I have to obey their rules and live in the land. But the one I'm in covenant with... Hello... And God is a good God and is a jealous God. Praise God. And I want to quickly tell you this. When believers are taken home, when they okay, when they die, or when they sleep in the Lord, when they pass on to glory, all the terminologies we use, I want you to know that it's not a bad thing for the person. Hello? It's not a bad thing for the person. You know, sometimes God just says, you know what? How they are treating you in this world. Just come, just be just come. You didn't hear that he took Enoch, didn't he take Enoch? He took him you now. So, we are sad because we are the one that feel the loss, the void. To be left in this stressful earth without a good person. That you can't call that person on phone and say, "Hi, hey, mommy, this all... Then that's where the heaviness comes in, that loss. But not for the person because guess what? That person has left the drama of this world. There's drama in this world. What is there really holding on to? Don't we think that this world is not our home? Why are we clinging to it? When they bring their policies, you bring the word. You say, Princess, sit and speak against me, but thy servant did meditate in your word. And that's how to survive going into 2020, even from now. That's how you will rule. Because as for the problems and the issues, you don't have control but you can say over your heart and how you will respond to situation I would choose to thank God so when your feet hit the ground when you wake up each morning you should say, I woke up thank you Lord that should be the first that I woke up it doesn't matter whether you woke up and those problems that you took to bed the night are still there but you woke up and the problems are to be solved so it will be solved when we wake up is an opportunity to solve problems. we are on this earth to solve problems Hello? So if you think we are problem-free, no. We are on this earth to solve problems for other people, for ourselves. It's uh, it's about solving problems. If you're not ready to solve problems, then you are ready to... Do you want to go? we are like, I'm not ready. Go, okay, I'm not married. i have not... When you think about these words too much, it depends on how you think. But I know that God is good. But it's a fallen world. It's in a fallen state. And accidents happen. Tragedies happen. And that's life. That's what it is. But he is good. And in all things, we will give thanks. You know why? Because it's those who are alive on this side of the earth that can give thanks. Hello. If you've gone to the beyond, then you're thanking him. You'll be from the other side with the angels on that side hallelujah but here we must we must live life like soldiers and he has armed us with his word he has armed us with his praise he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness and he has given us victory already up front because we know the end result we fight gallantly we do not fight depressed we do not fight like one who has no hope we know the victory already let me tell you, so someone died doesn't mean that the devil won. God still won. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because that's not the worst. The worst is for a soul to not to be without God. Is the worst. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So thanksgiving, the benefit of gratitude. One of the benefits is that it opens us up to other perspectives. It lifts our spirit. I've said that it forces us to think, and we can think of what is beautiful. We can think of what speaks peace to our hearts. We can be thankful for the simple things of life. Hello. We can really be thankful. I mean, how many of you have been ill before? Maybe you were hospitalized, and then you came out after some days in the hospital, and then you get home. First of all, you are thankful for your bed. You are even thankful for your house. You are just so thankful yeah. things you took for granted before. You are thankful for the people around you because it's lonely in hospitals. Your neighbors are the other sick people. That's the truth. People who are yeah. ill or, if you've or you've ever been in hospital where you're trying to sleep, someone can be moaning from one end there. You can wake up this next morning and the person that was beside you is not there. They will the person to the mortuary. So you are so glad to even just be, even an outpatient. When they discharge you and say, be coming from home for the rest of your injection. You're like, thank you, Lord. Because it can be isolating. It can be isolating to be alone. So the people you take for granted in that house that you shout on. Hmm. Hallelujah. That child you shout on every time. Ah, it's because you have a child. Hello. So it gives us, the thing about gratitude is that it gives us perspective. It forces us to think of, um, to be thankful for what we would have taken for granted. It forces us to just look at things differently. Right? And so that way it lifts our spirit. We cannot go down the complaint road, because you know what, I always say this in... (laughs) When we complain, the demons, they rejoice. They rejoice. I've read this message earlier this this month already at Love Assembly. (laughs) when you are complaining ah, oh, my head uh, this is this, uh, this person died and it's not that we do not mourn it's not that if you lose someone we're like don't mourn, don't cry <laughs> no that will be false you have to let the tears flow if the tears but it says to comfort those who mourn in zion receive the comfort of the lord praise god but it's not you are complaining i've lost my job i've not why not switch i'm thankful because i'm going to get a new job i'm thankful that maybe this is an opportunity to be an entrepreneur I'm thankful because it's an opportunity to make a change. Do you understand? But when we continue to complain and complain, you know what happens? The demons are like, hey. (laughs) The demons are like, that sounds like our music. She's calling for us. She's calling for us. The more you complain, he's beckoning, he's inviting us, and they are what? dancing because that is what their atmosphere so the more you complain the more you are calling them the more you are, and the more gloomier you will feel and the more because the atmosphere around you is thick with the presence of demons because you called for them I'm seeing this from from someone who has been there so I told myself no more complaining and sometimes when I catch myself then I snap out of it it's not like I'm totally like uh-uh, perfect but before, many years ago, it was like, ah, small thing, I'm, you know, looking. No, but I catch myself because I can't be inviting demons into already an already bad situation. Do you get it? But when we praise God, the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. The demons are like, ah, that sweet music. Kai, coming from earth, where, which angle is that coming from? The GPS, ah, from behind that corner there. Mm-mm. But she just went through this. Yeah, she's doing it the right way. So they begin to pray. So then you become one with them in heaven. And they're praising and praising. Even God gets up from his throne and begins to dance with you. Hallelujah. So you are dancing to the altar. There was this story of a woman dancing to the altar. My Father God, his throne was there, it was a drama. His throne was there, he sat on the throne, the angels were there. And this woman was coming, complaining. God, what have you done for me this year? I have not done anything, fruit of the womb, nothing. We have been waiting. And when she got to the place, the Lord said, eh, patience, go with her. Long suffering, go with her. Peace, go with her. Those are the things she needs. Nothing more than that. Then another woman came. Lord, I just thank you for the things you have done. Even though you have not done this, I have not seen this, but I still thank you. I'm grateful. Even for life, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And it was like, ah-ah, blessings, go with her. Uh -uh. Ah-ah. wealth, go with her. Just telling the angels to just take those. God even got up and said, even me, I will go with her. Choose, which one do you want? Which one do you want? As we go into 2020 the atmosphere around you will be thick with the presence of God you don't even have to be a praise worship leader you know how you envy the praise worship I see them just leading praise and all that that's how you'll be because you alone with God praises is what will come out of your mouth Lord I thank you because I am Well, I am alive. Praise God. You will find things to thank God for. Amen. If your hair is falling off, you will thank God that your teeth are intact. Yep. That's the way we roll. We have to do it. If your hair falls off today, we don't know what the problem is. You thank God you have wigs. Yep. Hallelujah. If you don't have a car yet and you're walking, you thank God you have shoes. Amen. That is the way we are going to roll. You don't have children yet, you thank God that you even have a womb. And then you thank God that you have His promises. Praise God. And you thank God that you can even adopt children because there are children without parents. Hallelujah. Many things to thank God for because He's a good God. And I know that he's a God who turns things around. He's a God of the miraculous. About 26 years ago, 26 years plus, I got married. I was trusting God for the food, nothing. And then went to see one doctor. That day was as if who even sent us. He now said, "You have fibroid." Or let me say it how the believer said. It. He said, "My enemy had fibroid." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "What?" He said, no, 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 "Don't teach me my profession. I'm a professor of gynecology." Man, going to be with the Lord now, but, and indeed, he was a professor. Long and short, it was you know sadness. We left the place sad because the news you didn't expect to hear before. But what he felt and thought was fibroid was a child already growing. Oh, you have not heard this story before. I even thought that story is already still. Was a child growing in the womb. And that's our firstborn. Who turned 25 a few days ago? To the glory of God, I'm not boasting. But I can that testimony I can never forget because I'm a living example of it. Praise God. What they call fibroid, turn to baby. But I didn't say, I just jumped up and said, praise God. No, I was sad initially. I was sad because that was not good news. But, you know, as time went on, I, you know, looked at the word of God. And I know that God, you said I'll be a mother of nations. And here we are today. So whatever is making you sad today will be turned around for good. Don't stay in sadness. Just rejoice. Rejoice. Look, have perspective. Just have perspective. Praise God. And that's why whenever I pray, I say, fibroid is not the fruit of the womb. If there's anybody here having the delay in conception, whatever is going on in your body that the doctors have not been able to resolve, I declare you healed in Jesus' name. Yeah. I declare you healed in Jesus' name. Yeah. I declare that the praises of God will never leave you. Or leave your heart. I declare that angels will encamp round about you. All the time. In Jesus name. Amen. Father we thank you. So if there's anybody here going through any heaviness of any sort. Deep. You're struggling to even praise him. We're going to sing this song together. You can put your hand on your chest. You can stand up wherever you are just to identify. Because you know you are going through. But I'm trusting God that that heaviness will be lifted in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are at home, wherever you're watching from on the YouTube channel or whatever. Just connect with this. I love you Lord. For your mercies never fail me. All my days i've been held in your hand. think about it he's holding you from, from the moment that i wake up till i lay my head oh, i will sing of the goodness of god again i love you will separate us from the love of God for well, your mercy never fails your trial no persecution nothing in for all my days I've been, been held in you have no power head. to hold your life God is the one holding from you moment that I wake up, you woke up this morning until I lay my head I will sing Not complain of of the goodness of God. He will, oh, will, will, so will come through for you. My God will come through for you. Give your heart to Jesus. With every breath that I am able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. He will come through for you. He will come through for you. If you've not given your heart to Jesus, give your heart to Him. Don't play church anymore. Don't play. Don't play. Give your heart to him. For I have been young. I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Now He sick begging bread. For all your life, he has been faithful. And that is why you are watching right now. You might be on the sick bed where you are. You might be in hospital and you are watching this by YouTube. All your life, he has been faithful. And it will come through for you. In Jesus' name. See you in 2020.